Hello, how are you guys? What to do, what to do? Hello. So I'm going to start with a, a question, a question of the day, if you will. And the question is, do you know the reason people started clinking their glasses together before drinking? I'm going to give you some options. Okay. You can also fill in with your own opinion. A, to spill on purpose to avoid poisoning. B, mimic clashing armor. C, spies use it to communicate. Or D, just because. Ooh. Um, I'm a 50-50 split between just because and um, B. Just because and mimic clashing armor. Yeah. That sounds doable. Well, what about you, Chloe? I have the same uh, answer split, but, you know, um, I'm more leaning to the fact that people, uh, things like that tend to have some sort of meaning because, again, we still do it and probably, I mean, we do it now just because, but like there's some sort of salute thing and I feel like that has something to do with knights and, and armor and warriors like huzzah so I'm gonna go with B yeah well for me I'm gonna go with A because obviously they did it to avoid poisoning why would you do that even if you did to avoid poisoning the poison how's is still gonna t- yeah how's that gonna what is tell it, any- it wouldn't poison no poison doesn't Poison isn't nullified by touching something else. Hey. Once it's in the cup, it's in the cup. Have you never seen um, The Princess Bride? Yes. Okay. Poison is just in the cup. Inconceivable. <laughs> 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 I bet you it's too mimic the clashing of armor as like a salute to fallen brethren. Okay. All right. All right, Miss. I watch every show on Netflix. With yeah, me. that's like pouring it out for the dead homies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My ankle is really swollen. All right. What are the topics for today's episode? Buddha. Sorry. That's always a topic. Are you doing it? No, I just I mean, it might have been an appropriate time to yell booty, but that's that's going to that's going to be an ad lib thing. Here for it's definitely going to be an ad lib thing, you know. That's going to be the hype ad lib. Bet. Yes, I live for hype. But today we are discussing finding your own tribe, or even how did you find your own tribe? Um, what does your tribe look like? You know, all of that good stuff, and then also getting a little bit more personal as to taking time for yourself and understanding what self-love actually means and what it means to you. So I guess we can break into it. Yeah, let's get some context on what we're deeming as tribe and what that means in, in the contemporary conversation. Big words, contemporary. Okay, Mr. Having a master's degree. Yeah, you're asking people to break it down and you're building it up. <laughs> That's what um, I need. That's my job. What are you talking about? Oh. Yeah, architectural mindsets. Um, so finding your own tribe is, you know, it can be as broad or as small as people want want it to be, but 
I guess it means finding your group of friends and or associates, even sometimes just networking associates that mesh well with you, um, your morals, your values, you know, your future goals, you know, people that are not just going to be friends with you for, you know, or pretend to like you for like a couple of years. And then, you know, you guys never connect back again, or it's always like that. Oh, hey, you know, call every twice a year type of thing. Now, these are like people that you carry with you that, you know, you interact with regularly and that understand you um, and I guess also have some similar interests. Okay, I get that. Um, Anybody wanna start? If not, I'll just go. Um, Yes. So (laughs) (laughs) my tribe, I don't know. I've had multiple tribes in my life. Of course I had my family. And then I had like a small group of friends, you know, going through primary school and high school and all that. And then once I got to college, that was the first time I was really alone by myself. And then I came to find different groups of people here and there. But then within my last few years in college, I was able to basically become a part of a friend group within my degree. And it was pretty close knit. We did things outside of the class. And, you know, we look out for each other, try to keep each other motivated, stuff like that. And I have a group chat with them right now. And it's about people around, let's see, my age. So 24, 25, maybe 23. And there's 10 of us in that chat. And we have a group chat and we text in it like every day. So that's that. The group chat is um, 24 hours, seven days a week. That's true. (laughs) Group chat, we text something at 3 a.m., then everybody started responding at 9 a.m. I was like, all right. It's just like a Discord. Don't don't come out of them on group It is chat. like a Discord, yes. Group chats are the original Discords. Yeah, they probably are. I could never really get down with group chats. I, I I get annoyed because they just, like, I have, um the only group chat that I somewhat pay attention to is my family's group chat. Um, But I mute them because, like, there are just people in my family that just say random stuff. Like there is no cohesion as to like, most people have group chats about a specific topic. Like sometimes I'm in group chats um, with my classmates if we're doing a project. Okay, those are valuable group chats. But when I just have my aunt telling me that there's going to be a big storm wherever she lives, that's not, that's not, information that I really need to know you know it's like okay if I choose to look at it great but that's how group chats usually tend to go for me they usually tend to be mindless information and just like all right yeah I there's definitely like different types of group chats but I enjoy the group chat that's you know I think guys like group chats more than women I've heard that before (laughs) <laughs> yeah because guys use group chats to share shit that they shouldn't be talking about with their girlfriends or or partners but our my group chat is very open like we it's stuff we talk yes. about in there we'll go back and talk, talk to our girlfriends about yes that's true 
Yeah, like my boyfriend has a group chat and, you know, they, I mean, I don't know that they literally talk at 24-7, but, you know, they have their little running things going on. They talk about whatever video games and sports and all that. So, I mean, that's why I feel like guys appreciate it a lot more than women. Because as far as women, sometimes we don't want everyone to know something that we want to tell someone else. That's true. I, I get that. But also, we find, well, it's just because we know each other so well, we've known each other for like the past. Yeah, long. you guys are more transparent with, with each other. Yeah. I, I like when the group chat has FaceTime calls randomly in the middle of the day for no freaking reason other than to talk about someone possibly getting a new job, possibly moving crypto. To, a, to amount to nothing crypto. or crypto or starting your own architecture firm as a group. Like <laughs> you guys have all these lavish dreams and ideas. And I think you guys also don't push, push real hard sometimes. Rachel. Did you really just tell the people that are earning, earning their master degrees that they're not pushing for anything? In no, life? they are. They are. The group chat, I will say, the group chat is full of very responsible men in their 20s, which is quite uh, interesting. Well, I think that's, okay, That that's like a great topic is that's probably not something that um, we're used to. Yeah, because I could say... For the most part, we might be used to seeing one and or two, but I think if you see a collective of people like that, you're like, whoa, where am I? Yeah, like I can I can say that the guys in the group chat literally have their heads screwed on, right? Like none of them are, are too out there. Yeah, I get that. And usually you guys are talking about dumb stuff. It's not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's comedic. It's comedic to you guys. To me, it's freaking dumb. I'll be a hater. I'm not a hater. I have my own kind of group chat that has multiple channels and talk about random things every day. So, okay, I guess that says what to me. <sighs> you saying this like it's, it's a bad thing? It's like it's not a bad uh, thing. It's it's a real. Scored. It's no. It's a realization thing. Okay. That I'm 20. Gonna be. I'm 25. Gonna be 26. And I've never had a legit tribe until the last five years, maybe. Okay. So, like, I've got Paige and Bethany, like, my go-tos, Alicia, like, my go-tos. Whether we're together or I'm with one of them, that's my thing. But then I have a, a tribe in my pocket. In your pocket? In my pocket. And which is the Twitch Discord for candidly Kayla. I don't know how I stumbled. I, I know how I stumbled upon her, but literally the best thing I ever did. Cause there are so many girls and guys in that group chat and in that discord that you can relate to on so many random different levels. And um, discord having multiple channels to talk about different things opens up so many more conversations to have with random people and get advice from random people who actually genuinely care. Like, we have channels for movie watching, for get video games, whether it's a console, a PC, whatever it may be. We've got channel or conversation channels for hair. Like, there's pretty much channel for everything in there. Which is just like, 
things that most women just talk about in general. Yeah, but they're like they're more than surface level conversations. Yeah, sometimes you get deep. Sometimes it's just games. Yeah, but. In that Discord, there is what only what thirty something men we found out yesterday. Thirty six. Thirty six men, and I'm one of them. It's crazy. Cave brothers. Cave brothers. Wow. Yeah, I enjoy having a group of people though, because I mean, I guess my family's a tribe, but we're so large, and there's so many of us that there's like sub tribes within the large tribe, and. I don't really fit collectively to any of those. You're the black sheep. <laughs> I am the black sheep sometimes. I think we're all black sheep. All three of us in some way. You think? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I would say for me, I don't think I still at this point in time have what I can say is a collective tribe that interacts with each other. My tribe interacts with me, or I interact with them, but they don't all actually interact with each other. Now, it is my goal for that to happen, (laughs) but, you know, I'm good at starting stuff and, you know, brainstorming a lot of stuff. Execution is when I sometimes need a little bit more help, but it's... um. Yeah, I don't think that I ever really had that growing up. You know, I had, you know, a group of friends that you could say, you know, everyone kind of has some little group of people that you hang out with growing up. But um, I never really had um, real friends even then who I could actually trust Um, And that just kind of has to do with how I was brought up. That's another story for another day. But um, as I did get older, I found individual people who I could trust. They just so happened to never, ever come all in a group. So I would make really, really good friendships with people individually. But it would be rare where we would all be in the same space. Okay. So that's kind of like what my tribe is. We're just a little displaced. And the central vein is just, I'm here for right now. I connect to all of them. And I hope that they can connect with each other. Because I know a lot of pretty dope people. It's just, you know, they're, we're not all in the same room yet. I get that. You're talking about physically yeah. or like, like, just emotion like I don't know how to describe it no I mean physically most of none of my friends have met each other not even (laughs) a video call um no the people that I currently call my friends right now that I actually because I had some people that I used to call friends and some of them knew some people and all of that but the people that I actually call my friends right now have not met any of each other <laughs> i know it goes back to the i know it's, it's like a quote or a saying where you know people are in your life for seasons and other people are in your life for reasons and i really yeah. I really vibe with that because that's certainly and the other part to that is that there are some people there for a lifetime true i really enjoy the saying 
uh, or the analogy of that people are trees and the people in their lives are either branches or leaves. Dang, that's yeah. a bar right there. <laughs> yeah. Branches are there that's- for the long haul. They can be they can be weak. They can also be super strong, but leaves will always come and go. Dang. Yes. That's deep. Ain't that? That's isn't that deep. a great analogy? Yeah. That's like my favorite analogy of all time. I may have to put that on a caption somewhere tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of like sums up a lot of even just my um, structure is, you know, I have a few people who are branches, um, very few, but I've had a lot of leaves. And sometimes that's like a little trust issue for me is like, I'm trying to figure out, all right, are you going to stay a leaf or are you going to become a branch? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel that. I, I, I actually get that. So sometimes I don't even open myself up as much as I probably should because I'm just like, well, I don't know how long you're actually going to be here. And I just haven't really had the best experiences with, friendships in general especially friendships with women I haven't had the best experiences but um you know I'm trying to do better and be forgiving even of myself and just be better yeah that's like me though I've come to a point in life where I've decided that I cannot hold people to have expectations at all like people are going to be what people are going to be and for me to have expectations for them or their behavior just ain't going to work. Because in the end, I'm the one that ends up hurt or frustrated because someone didn't meet an expectation that I put in play for them. I'm going to yeah. let people speak and show me who they are. I'm going to give you a chance. But you mess up and you're done. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Who no has time for uh, fake people right now in life? That's true. Yeah. So, Chloe, you were saying, like, there's certain things you want to work on for yourself. We're kind of teetering into the self-love category, but we can all, always, you know, intermingle this conversation because that's what it really is. Um, so what ways do you feel like you can help yourself, uh, as you were saying, through, like, actions of self-love? Um, so self-love is, it's a lot of different things, but... Uh, most people kind of look at it like the the trending aspect of self-love is, you know, pampering yourself and, you know, splurging, going shopping, eating really good food, you know, having these luxurious baths with flowers and crystals and them and candles. And that is great, but a lot of that is just physical self-love. Um, and as far as like what I've been trying to work on is my is my health so like what I eat um I've been drinking a gallon of water every day good and I feel a lot better from just doing that um and just you know trying to kind of monitor what I eat but also um self-love is like 
it's kind of like for me it's been a mix of accountability and also forgiveness so I've had to learn to accept accountability for some things in my life over the course of time that have caused me to get to where I am and I may or may not always be happy about those situations when I look at all of these instances but if all I do is focus on why you know A to L was horrible then I'm not looking at the growth that happened from A to L either so I have to like forgive the wrong and some of the naive decisions or just ignorant decisions and also just look at the fact that I still push through them to get to where I am now and not to say that this is the height of it this is just another step and all of that I just use that as motivation to get better so I think self-love for me is a lot of just just kind of like you know internal mental therapy that you do by yourself um and all the pampering and all that other stuff makes it more fun and exciting but it's not necessarily a requirement and you know some people's versions of self-love are not all that you know like even just women all women don't like all that girly stuff as far as self-love some of them might feel like going to the gun range and just airing airing a couple clips out that might be self-love to them and that's okay (laughs) or going axe throwing or doing something else like I feel like it's very self-motivated so I think no one should ever feel put in a box in how to experience and practice self-love yeah I'd say my biggest thing right now with self-love comes into play with understanding and accepting self-love versus self-care because I think they're very different I think you can show self-care and give yourself breaks but not truly show self-love so like I would say like my hugest hugest my biggest Mm -hmm battle with self-love is like self-image in the way that I view myself versus how others view me because I've been told multiple times by other people like oh you're so great you're so this you're so that and I'm like no you're wrong (laughs) and I will downplay qualities about myself because there's no true self-love there I think that's a big thing that not just me struggling or I struggle with but like women in general can struggle with is understanding how to love yourself versus just show self-care. I think that's a huge, huge thing that should be differentiated sometimes. Because I can go get my nails done anytime. And I love doing that. I love going to get my pedicures. But to me, that's self-care, not self-love. Yes. Would you say self-love is different for men than it is for women? Or it comes easier? Yes. Wait, easier? No. It depends on the person. Like some people have this ability to just love themselves no matter what. And you know what I'm saying? Anything could happen to them and they'd be like, you know, it's going to be all right. It's going to be fine. 
and they'll be willing to basically take the shirt off their back to help someone else, even if they weren't okay. So it's a little different. And, you know, the role of a man is evolving and we're starting to realize that we can actually show a bit more affection and emotion in certain certain instances for ourselves and also for other people. So self-love is more like a journey than a goal. Yeah, I can see that. I think I've been on this self-love journey for like ever. Yeah, I mean, which it should be. I always think like they had someone, other people talk about education as a lifelong thing. I feel like there's the same thing for self-love. Yeah. And it's, I think self-love is also a very interesting concept when it comes to like self-esteem and this like switch that happens between like childhood and adolescence, because lots of children are just genuinely, genuinely happy and genuinely care about themselves and love themselves for who they are. But there's like this switch that occurs in the transition from childhood to adolescence where we start to like degrade and negatively think about ourselves. And I wish there was a way to like prevent that, to prevent that shift. Cause no matter how well your parenting is or how, you know, bomb your parents are, or how, sh- you know, shitty your parents are at the end of the day, you probably have some self-esteem issue going on in your little head. Whether it's- Well, I think that, I think that has to do with like so- socialization. Um, because I think if you're if you're very isolated and you kind of like let's just say like there's like an island where everything is kind of perfect everyone kind of does the same thing um the kids and teenagers and and it's a very well functioning society um but it doesn't really have like a lot of outside stuff going on so a very well function. I mean, sorry, I'm confusing words again. A kid growing up in that will probably have less self-esteem issues because there are less distractions and less images of what they feel they should be and kind of like less competition and less options for what you're going to do anyway. But I think right now and kind of what has been for you know a long time is when kids are growing up in a world where you have so many options of what you can do and what you're supposed to be and where you can live and who you can choose to be your friends when you have so many options I feel like with all of those potentially positive options come with negative symptoms Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, children and kids are a lot more vulnerable to it because their self-esteem is potentially building. It's not established. Like your self-esteem is never just like potentially established from birth. It grows or it weakens. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's it's ever evolving. It's yeah. ever a constant thing. It's more like the. Um, it's very linear. 
but you just kind of tend to care about other how other people think a lot more when you are younger than when you do when you're older like this stuff if someone were to say oh you're ugly like right now you just look at them like oh like whatever (laughs) but back then that might actually like hurt your feelings and that might actually do something to your self-esteem but now it's like we don't really care because we'll probably have something way better to say back to them or we won't care and we'll just move on yeah I had something to say and I it slipped my mind <laughs> it was about um it was something it was something linking tribe and self-love hold on I gotta find that thought was it related to your tribe increasing self-love Oh, that might have been it. So, yes. So, like, like, like Chloe was saying earlier, of how she feels like she's at the middle of her network and her tribe, and she she's waiting for those connections to either grow or connect on their own. And I also feel like, um, no matter how small your your core tribe is or how large it is, that it has a, a role in your life and it impacts your well being. So, like, often you may be having a bad day and then you just go to that place where you know that those people are going to be there. They're, you know, they may have their problems too, but they're also just going to be there for you and just be. Sometimes you just need a break from what you're in to feel like your, your, your value is, is worth something. And he's like, it's okay to feel this way. And I'm gonna feel better about myself. Yeah. I still just don't like myself sometimes. I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't understand. I don't like myself sometimes too, but it's also because I'm like, dang, why I do that? I could have just avoided this by doing something else. So it's, for me, it's just like, come on, man, you know better. We've been trying. Hey, you don't like your decisions sometimes. <laughs> I'm very indecisive in life. Yeah, yeah no, so I, I think that's a little different from I generally what don't. she's saying. Like, I don't like me i know it's not a funny topic but like (laughs) if you've ever just thought about it and be like damn i really don't like myself no i don't have those thoughts like that it would be (laughs) funny like dang like you did that and no No, like i literally be like sometimes in my car i'm like damn (laughs) why do i hate myself so much today (laughs) like why why do i just want to like look myself in the mirror and be like Slap to the face. Why would you slap yourself? What's going on there? I'm telling you, it's just, it's not. What is it that you feel like you can't feel like accept yourself with the day? You just sit on it. You just look in the car mirror while you're driving. <laughs> it's not an everyday thing. It's just some of those days, and that could definitely link back to like the my diagnosed like depression and anxiety. Like that could very well be. It most likely is a very strong part of that. But like, it's hard to break out of that and be like, I love myself. I think I'm great. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> Cause I think it's funny. Like <laughs> you've seen me do it. Like I would look in the mirror and try and tell myself that I'm pretty yeah, you think it's or like <laughs> that I love myself. And I literally start laughing. I, th- I think for you, it's more action based. <laughs> so you don't need to hear the words. You need to do something for yourself. 
Yeah, but that's something can't be getting my nails done or going no, shopping see, because those are things that I will still do. So for me, it's when I used to do photography, like more constantly, that's my thing of self-love for myself because I know how much I enjoyed the experience of just mm-hmm. walking around, looking at what's happening around me and then try to capture that moment and try to share it with other people. Yeah, I enjoyed photography too, but again, that's not, that's not it. So if anybody has any ideas on how I can take action. This is not for everyone else. This is you. <laughs> but I'm telling you, there. I don't know how to solve that problem. Because you haven't done enough. No. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> because you got to do more things for yourself and so you can realize that mm. it's okay. I enjoy this and mm. I, I'm, I'm happy that I'm here. I'm happy that I'm doing this. You'll find it. Mm. You'll find it. Again, it's part of the journey. Chloe, do you have a thing that you, like an action or activity that helps you feel a little bit better about yourself or just, you know, boost your confidence? Uh, yeah, it's called figure out why you don't like yourself. Oh, my. That's boring. That's not going to help. No. No, that, that, no, it that's no, it actually does because it's kind of like, you know, like the whole process of healing is never fun or exciting. It always is fun to feel worse before it feels better. That's, that's so I'm healing. Is that what you're saying? I'm healing. Yeah, it feels worse before it feels better. And if you don't feel worse before how you started, then it's probably not working. So for me to get to a better, like, I can't say 100% I look at myself in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I just love myself. But I definitely feel a lot better than how I felt, you know, a year or so ago or even a couple of years, yes. And what it took for me to get there was to go through a lot of more self-reflection and a lot more painful revelations of why do I feel this way? Or, or even if it was a decision-based thing, why did I make this decision, you know, and just kind of look at it that way. And then once I kind of saw the truth of what it was for myself, then I'm like, all right, at least I can put a pin on it now. At least I know why. Yeah. Now I can do something about it. Mm. see that's where I get stuck though where you get stuck I can sit and say and think why and not be able to give myself a reason or you give yourself a reason and then you double double you like I overthink it yeah overthink it. but no but it's, it's more so like I don't really have a reason I mean maybe I still a little decision space decision based and it's like I'm ridiculing myself for previous things but I think I'm also not at a point to completely uh deal with it so it's like shoved in a, a dark corner in a box in the back of my mind that's not being opened. This is why I'm so excited I'm for not- Ricky's Radiant Journey. <laughs> I found something like you're, you're, I've been seeing this since we met. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? She's a little distraught right now. She's going through school and stuff. I was also like, this person has a light to them. And once I started to realize, like, oh, she don't really see her light in full. Like, she don't see it. Like, what you see, that journey is going to be beautiful. I just picture it now. It's, which is sucks. I can see the light in everybody. Exactly. Like, I can see the good in most everyone. Even if you're, like, the shittiest person around. <laughs> I, will, I will find something that you're good at and be like, you know what? You are awesome. That's why you have a You're an asshole, 
but you are awesome. Like I, I'm that person. Like I was, I was gonna say that's like you have a psychology degree degree, and you work with children, and then you add that last part. I was like, look. <laughs> well, listen. It's okay. Well, I think a lot of even that just has to do with the fact that the fact that you even say you see a lot of the light in others, but you don't see it in yourself, means that you give a lot more attention and a lot more credence to other people than yourself. Yeah. Most likely, yeah. I, I definitely do. I don't take time for myself very often. And if I do, it's very small things. Like, I'm going to eat me ice cream sandwich tonight. Like, that's a game for me. <laughs> but I'll spend, like, two hours doing something for someone else. I just I can't. And for some reason, I can't. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't get behind time for myself like I feel like it's a waste of time and that's a terrible thing to feel I think and I know it's a bad thing to feel but that's how I feel sometimes like I can't waste time on myself like that's just not it's not okay my time is in the shower or playing in in my car playing sims like those are my time everything else needs to be given to someone else okay you work on that okay I'm I'm gonna work on that but yeah (laughs) That's why I said I have to differentiate between self-love and self-care because I do self-care, but the self-love is not there all the time. It's, I I can agree with Chloe. It has gotten better, like, over the years. Like, I can tell that it's a, I'm a little more peppier about myself than I used to be, and I'm a little more, uh, it comes a little more easier to toot my own horn sometimes now okay. than it used to. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's not like... Hey girl, you rocking? Like I can't do that. <laughs> I just think it's so, That's a TikTok. Hey girl, you rocking? Like I, I just think it's silly to me. It's just wow. Feels, she it, said silly. It feels silly to look at myself in the mirror and be like, "You cute girl, you cute." Nah, sometimes even me now. I, I used to not like myself like looking in the mirror when I was growing up, but now I look at myself like, "Damn, I look good." No, I can't do that. I can look in the mirror with you and be like, "Damn, he look good." But, but I can't look in the mirror and be like, damn. You do do that sometimes. Or I can stand in the mirror and be like, damn, we look good. Like, I can look good in tandem with somebody else. I think when you're doing your hair, that's when you get a little moment. Yeah, but then I'm more content with my hair than anything else. All right, whatever. <laughs> oh, by the way, my timer over here was on stop playing so it wouldn't make a noise. And I kind of missed it. So I don't know how long we've been recording, but I want to know. It's probably more than 45 minutes. It doesn't show you on there. Oh, well, that's... It's okay, no, but booty. we keep vibing. We're good. It's, I don't think it's been more than 45 minutes because no, I didn't sure. even call you guys until, like, 9, 10 something, and then it took us, like, 15 minutes to okay. get on. So it, has, it definitely hasn't been 45 minutes. Okay. Maybe 30, but... Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. All well, right. that's my tangent on um, self-love, guys. Yeah. So pro tip, don't be a Rachel. And if you are Rachel, find someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a Rachel. That's going to be the damn title. Don't be no. a Rachel. <laughs> What's so funny? I just think Wow. Funny. Any other comments on these topics? Or are we going to start like freestyling for a second? Well, I think... <laughs> <laughs> It was just like that iCarly, like that iCarly part where there was just like crazy dance time and stuff. <laughs> and <I'm> dance party. <laughs> <laughs>
Give me. I'm totally a Sam. I never even really looked at the show like that. I just, I just <laughs> know, weird. I just know parts of the show, but that was kind of when I started getting out of looking at like kid shows on but Disney. There's so much knowledge in shows. You got to go back and watch them. You even- know, that's when I just looked at animated stuff. I looked at Adventure Time. I looked at SpongeBob. I looked at. Well, Steven Universe came out way later, but um, yeah, I was looking looking at stuff like that, or even like the Amazing World of Gumball has a lot of. Oh my god, I love the Amazing World of Gumball. I used to watch a lot of valuable right there. That That show underrated. That show is not for kids. It's not. (laughs) It's really not. I'm just like this is worse than SpongeBob and Adventure Time combined. Low key. Should be on Comedy Central. But I feel so bad. All they need to do is just start (laughs) cussing in there. And and then it could actually be on Comedy Central. They just need to start cussing. Yeah, that would be fun. I low-key for the longest time was really trying to figure out how the fuck the fish and the damn cat (laughs) went together. It took me years to figure out that the fish was fucking adopted. (laughs) And it's his brother. You didn't know that? No, because every time I watched it, I hadn't like watched every episode like in me either the right way, like in order. I've seen them sporadically, so like I've never seen the episode where you find out that he's adopted. <laughs> see what happens on Cartoon Network. See, oh yeah, this is going to be a whole episode talking about Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah, how trash they are. How trash they are. It's I know just, I'm, huh? I do want to say another show that's similar to this level of gumball. Is Gravity Falls? It used to be on <gasps> Disney. Yes, it's like a low key Nickelodeon cartoon. It's Disney Network. XD. Yes, yes. That show, that show is yeah, really for adults. I've heard about it. Yeah. You know what else was a really good Disney show that was underrated? The the one with the fish, where they were like in an aquarium. It was like a fish high school. I don't oh, what was the name of that? What was the name of that show? Oh, I do have one more though. Total Drama Island was also. Oh shit! That was my show. Total Drama Island was our Survivor. Literally, that's what got me into reality TV. I'm not even gonna lie. I never saw the original one, but they did a they did a, a kids version of them where they're like in preschool. That actually comes on the show on Cartoon Network now. It was hooks. Fish hooks. I was and in that. That was dumb. Was it on which which? It was, it was on, on Disney. Disney. Oh. Oh, another good one is the one with the three bears. That show is hilarious. We bear 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 bear. Yes, three bear bears. Three bears. That show's <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Bigfoot episode? No, I'm gonna watch. Oh that. my god, it's so. Oh yeah, I love that one. He's hilarious. He's funny. Brown bears. Literally, I love that the bears have personality. Oh yeah, I, I didn't. Chris, I love Ice Bear. Ice Bear is my Ice thing. Bear. Ice Bear. He don't blue. say nothing that much. He just straight to the point. <laughs> just like yeah, I'm gonna go chill in my freezer. I know. <laughs> okay, let's let's just settle it right now. You're a cat. That's, okay, listen. You're Ariana Grande. Your cat. First of all, Cat and Sam were two different shows. No, Cat is not Carly. No, she's not. Rachel Malik. Hold on. Let even, me get to even. it because. 
It started out I, I never even looked at those shows. Then it was victorious. She was not in there. And then she Sam moved Victoria. out to LA and it became right. Sam and Kat. You're right. iCarly came first. So did Victoria's come from iCarly? Even I know that. No, Victoria's is its own show about Victoria Justice. Okay. But because everyone loved Ariana Grande and Cat's character, they threw Sam and Cat together because they're like polar opposites. You got crazy ass batshit Sam and blondie dum dum redhead Ariana Grande Cat. How are you gonna call her blondie and redhead? Yeah, we want to blonde, but in as Cat, she's a redhead. Yeah. It made sense to me. You broke my mind. I really thought those shows were all like no, like, they no multiverse shows. They're not. They multi- are multiverse they shows. Were, like, they are multiverse shows. There are crossovers. They're all a part of Nickel. They're all a part of Nickelodeon, but, but the same show. They were different. It's different about things. iCarly. Yeah, yeah. Vic, Vic, uh, whatever Victoria Justice is. Victorious is Victoria Justice's okay. show. Like was, those are their shows. Yes, yes, yes. And they crossed over for like weird events. Yeah. yeah. I still get teary-eyed for the iCarly finale. I do, too. It, like, broke my heart. I was, like, what, 13, 12 at the time? Yeah. That show was, that show was really good. I will say, there's a lot of times... I at the Adventure Time finale. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot Although of times... I cry in a lot of episodes of Adventure <laughs> <laughs> You can watch a show and not realize the gravity of the characters in the show. Like, when you think about Spencer and iCarly... How insane is it that this brother is raising his teenage sister while still trying yeah, to balance like, his there, own life? There, there's some C- CPS probably needs to be called a lot <laughs> during the show, but surprisingly, but you know what I mean. Going like, on. You got a brother trying to raise his sister while also trying to be his own person. I think he's funny. Well, he was an idiot. Oh, he is way funnier than Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh is a good show too. That was underrated. Yeah. 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 I didn't even think about that because I Carly was in Drake and Josh too. Miranda Cobb. Oh, see, well, now we want to go back to Drake and Josh days, which means we can go back to Lizzie McGuire days. Yo, Lizzie McGuire was <laughs> hit the Christmas episode with um, Jesse McCartney. Mm, that was my shit. I love that episode. My show was Zoe 101. <gasps> I no. always wanted to go to a school like that. Yeah, no. that would have been cool. I always wanted to go to a, a boarding school. I think and that was kind of messed up with they go to a boarding school. It's called college. No, no, that's not that <laughs> that's, kind of boarding that's school. Not, that's not that's what you no, not like that. I meant like that Carly. So you want to be in your formative years in high school at an academy like that. Yeah. Private school. And you were like months, like three months away from your parents. They yeah. come visit you every yeah. day again. Was I, all I, girls? Yeah. That was a mixed school in Zoe 101. Yeah, but their dorms were, were yeah, yeah, yeah. gendered. The dorm is... Definitely. Yeah, no. I, I, I totally want to see that. Because I think that I would have strived as a person being separated from the pressures of family. Okay. I can totally Meaning you would have ended up becoming a bully. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> exactly. My sarcasm. You're going to be a big bully. But. My, yeah. My sarcasm would have went from playful to dead-ass serious just laid out 100% facts what was the name of that movie that we watched with um what you call it where he's got the the robot and he goes 
what level of honesty should I be at? Oh, you talking about Interstellar? Interstellar, 60% honesty. Oh, I love that movie. That was a great song. I was, I, was, I was thinking about this yesterday. I, I ran across a TikTok talking about all time is occurring at, at one occurrence, and that kind of like broke my mind. <laughs> and I was thinking of Interstellar and Tenet. I was like, hold on. They may have a, a fact there. But how? Well, time is linear, so of course it's all simultaneous. We think of it as linear, but what if it's all happening at one point? At one time, it's everything is happening now. It would still be linear. It would just mean that all points of time are at the same linear point. But then that only applies if this version of reality is happening all at the oh, same goodness. time. The what about the infinite possibilities of realities? Yeah. How does so that, that would, work? So that would that mean means that, that time every... is an, is like elliptical. Yes, it is. Hence, where we get the figure eight from. Uh, multi-elliptical mm-hmm. because time is linear but it's all simultaneous bro because think about it you can't have alternate realities and it not be the same time point on the linear line of time chat i'm holding my face <laughs> <laughs> does that make sense yeah but i also want to just plug westworld because westworld is, is fucking if great. you have not seen westworld go watch that go watch that it's it's a fantastic that shit will break you it, it will break you, but also it's just a beautiful show. When you think about it on like a, just a human level, it's like very beautiful. You know what? Westworld has contributed to my journey of self-love because I mean, that show right there and finding purpose and stuff, mm, that really was pulling some heartstrings. Yeah. I want to be a Maeve so bad. So interconnected with the world and yourself that you can just tap into everything. Spoiler alert. That was a spoiler. That is a spoiler. She, spoiler. No. Rachel. No. For people that haven't spoiler. seen like half of the first season. No. I haven't seen it at all. You can't. So, that's not a spoiler alert. That is a spoiler because you think about the purpose of the host. It's to do a job. Well, you just said host. That's a spoiler. That's not a... All right. Double spoiler. Um, yeah. So we're going to move on from that. What? <laughs> we're going to move on now. Because all I just said was a character name. Anyway, Maeve with her certain weapon in the third season, give a, I'm going to spoil it by saying the next part. Anyway. Super spoiler. Now we're getting in the third Kill Bill season. Vibes. It's Kill Bill vibes. It's Kill Bill vibes on um, a world 3000. Like the year 3000? Yeah. Childish game. Uh, <coughs> Sorry, guys. I really wanted to start first. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording this at 10 o'clock at night, so we're a little tired. Mm, is that what we're going to call it? Okay. Anything else on your guys' mind? I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty, too. I need some water. So, Chloe, we're going to, we're gonna like, run to get some water real quick, and then uh, we'll be back. Okay. Okay. You can run and get some water. Yeah, I'm going to run and get some water, because... I'm going to just say... I'm here. the errand boy. I'm the, just the friend. Wow. <laughs> Damn it. I knew you were going to do that. I'm going to keep this in there. <laughs> because, Chloe, we're leaving the dog, car, right? I'll put the dog back in, the, in Rachel's car because I drove my car too. But Rachel's going to say, see you later, friend. I'm like, what? It was an accident. I was trying to be funny. And then I realized too late that it wasn't funny. Because <laughs> if so I would have said, see you later, friend. Wow. You're more than a friend. I'm sorry. I was trying to be funny and it didn't come out funny. Listen, 
these tropical starbursts hit different. Mm, no, I'm diehard sour starburst. You know, I don't think I've ever had the sour starburst. That's because they don't really make the original size sour starburst anymore. They only have them in the mini minis. Um, And they only sell them in certain areas. Yeah, they're just like very scarce. Am I the only one that picks out flavors? Like I will try one of each flavor and then eat the flavor that I like least first. Yes. I do that with all of my food, actually. I do, too. Especially, like, Skittles. I do it with Skittles a lot, too. All right, I'm back. Cool. <gasps> you brought oranges. Yeah, I didn't feel like opening the bag, so I just brought the whole thing. Yeah, so, like, especially if my mom would, like, make a dinner that I really, really like, and I probably actually like everything on there, I'm still going to eat the greens first. Sure. And I'll probably eat the meat and then I'm going to eat the macaroni and cheese last. Because that's yeah. the best part. <laughs> here's the point. Here's the point right here. That, that exact same theory <laughs> you just applied to the Starburst, try to apply it to your life. What is the thing that you hate the most that you can just get out the way so that you can get the things that you really enjoy? Um, oh, I know. Working. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel yeah. said working. <laughs> if I could not work and live. Rachel, there's a there's a like a contest right now from one of the hotel companies that they need you to basically be a, a travel writer and photographer for them. They're gonna give you ten thousand uh, dollars, two hundred fifty daily stipend, plus free accommodations Let's and go. some some travel stuff. I'm gonna apply for it. It's like Let's go. I will travel with my dog and me and Ari will have the greatest travel Instagram page ever with no captions. <laughs> That's not really effective. Oh, nice. And Chloe, what'd you say? I said that's not really effective. No, it's not. I have no captions. No caption, but like, no all right. If you're not, well, if you're not going to have captions, that means you will have to just actually have a separate blog. Yeah. yeah, which is cool. I think blogs are about to make a make a mega bomb comeback. Really? Yes. What makes you feel that they're gonna come back strong? You want me to break it down for you? Honestly? Yeah, I do. Because people are looking for it's like a, a cycling. Remember when YouTube first came out, we were all looking for how to do stuff and funny videos and stories like that. Yeah. What what are we just coming out out of right now? The pandemic. And we want to retell some stories and share some things with people, like how to do stuff, stuff like that. I think the personal blog is making a comeback. Listen, if it makes a comeback, I'm about to hop on that train because honestly, I think that I live a fun enough life that people would just get a kick out of it. Me too. Plus, it's just something about reading someone else's story rather than just hearing it or seeing it. It's like some, it's like a book. Oh, not audiobook. <laughs> Book. I don't know. I get bored with reading. I have to read too many subtitles in anime, so I don't really have time to read anything else. See, that's why I can't watch <laughs> undubbed anime. Oh no, that's that's sacrilege. I can't listen though. Sacrilege. My ADHD brain cannot compute what the hell is happening on the screen and read subtitles. I will miss something. Did I? I we said this in our pre-podcast episode. Oh, it's going to be a whole episode about dub versus sub right now because... Not right now. We're not going to No, a whole no, nother episode. Oh, gosh. 
all right, back to what I was saying. I really think our brains have learned, even in normal life, to just see things without focusing on it. Like our brains use the eyes. To yes, focus. you can see things and not focus on them, but I want to see things. No, but you are seeing it. If you're watching a screen and the words are popping up on the screen, your brain is still reading those words. That's how you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All right, I will try and watch a season with that's not dubbed, and let you know. Wait, 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 wait. I'll rewatch Attack on Titan and let you know how I feel about it. Yeah, actually, no, that's the perfect anime to, to not because I started looking at that in dub. And then when I actually listened to it in sub, I was like, wait, this is completely different. All of their voices are actually completely, even though I don't fully understand Japanese, you understand the tones of people's voice. Yes. And this is why I will say, most dub, not all, because some dub apparently is good, but I just don't listen to it anymore as a rule. But Attack on Titan, if you listen to that in dub and then listen to it in sub, you feel like you look at two different shows. All right. Well, I've already seen Attack on Titan completely through season three um, in dubbed. So I'll go watch the sub version next. Yeah. I was just, I may not apply it to anime, but I was applying to just, if you like watching a show or a movie and you feel like, it's like hard to keep up without subtitles. Just try it that way. I'm trying to tell you, your brain's gonna like, I got this. No, so regular things I can watch with subtitles. Anime, I cannot, because I feel like I'm going to miss something important by re- like by reading subtitles. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cause I feel like I'm gonna spend so much time reading that I'm going to admit because sometimes you gotta realize in other languages what they have to say can be really short. Yes. But have a long ass paragraph. Yes. So like I feel like I'm gonna miss a facial expression or uh-huh. some kind of body language thing that's gonna contribute to the show than than just like listening to it would. Do you know what I mean? Yes. No, because there's a whole lot. There's a whole lot of animes that have internal mental dialogue where the person is in their head talking, and they will do that for five minutes straight. Which means you and and a whole different. Uh, they could be fighting. It could be a whole another scene going on, but all you're hearing is the mental dialogue of somebody else. So that confuses you anyway, because it's like you're hearing someone talking, but they're talking in in their head. But yet they're in a whole fight scene with someone else. So it's not that you always have to pay attention. I get what you're trying to say, but it's I think if you watch enough of it in sub, you'll just learn to catch on. All right, well, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Attack on Titan because I love Attack on Titan. Yes. You have to watch it, Malik. Yeah, you do. I looked at all all of it, and then I was very disappointed to find out that the final season is not actually... No, I just think it's not actually over. It was supposed to be over, but it's not over now. No, we're still waiting on the fucking fourth season. No, the fourth season is out. Is it on Hulu? Probably not. Oh, no, it's not Crunchyroll. Oh, see? Non-anime fans don't even use Crunchyroll. That's my problem. No, I don't. And Crunchyroll is free. I mean, I have the one that you pay for, but it's on there for free. 
Oh, well, you send me that link because I've only seen up to season three. Oh, it's, it's there. And they have dub and sub. They have all the versions. I'm going to make a list of what I need to watch now in between actual real live releases. Like my summer playlist or something like that. That's a good blog. That's a good blog. I'm about to bring the blog back. A summer playlist. Is it music or anime? <laughs> well, when it comes to shows. Because, Rachel, right now I'm in the mode where I like what I like. And I don't want to watch anything about vampires who's dramatized, dramatic, romantic. I don't care. I don't care. What is that? I don't. I just made it up. Dramatic, dramatic. What, like, Rachel likes these shows. Come? There are like sappy love stories that may. Oh, yeah, I don't like. I don't have time for that. A little murder or two. No, I don't have time. For That's why that. she's quiet, y'all. She knows it's true. See, <laughs> any anything that I look at that has love in it is probably just twisted in there in some weird way. Uh-huh. But that is never like the main premise because I look at a lot of straight drama. Like one of my favorite shows is The Handmaid's Tale. Is there love in the show? Yes. But that's not the main point of it at all. And the love that they have in there is very toxic. I would like to point out that Gossip Girl does not have... Gossip Girl, first of all. Here are we going back to 2005? The first episode I already knew was murder involved. I'm good at this. That's why I need something. I feel feel like Gossip Girl is older than 2005. That came out in like, what, 2002? I love Gossip Girl. So I wasn't into... She was literally 20 years old. Well, listen, I wasn't into Gossip Girl when it originally came out. She was like nine. Yeah, but even when I got older and it was still on, I wasn't into it. Okay. I needed to get older to yeah, get into yeah, it. Yeah. But anyway, I was about to say something, Rachel. You made me. Lose I mean, that's like people saying I was too young to get into Sex in the City, but you know, I still never. <laughs> I never did either. I've seen episodes and I've seen the movies. I never seen The Wire. I've never seen The Wire. No, I feel like that's disrespectful. I feel actually. like that's disrespectful, especially since you're from Baltimore. You know what's funny? You're from My Baltimore, you never saw the wire. You know. Listen, I'm gonna get to it. I'm see. This is part of my summer list. I just know I know certain things that happen in it and there's you know cultural re- re- relevance, but I'm just like. Eh. But there, there are some other shows recently that have been shot, or have supposed to be, been the premises in Baltimore since The Wire. Um, so, yeah, there's been some other more modern shows since then that have been set in Baltimore. Yeah. The Wire was just probably the biggest one. I feel like I was watching cultural stuff, but then I got pissed, so I had to stop. Yeah. Remember I was watching Dear White People? Yeah, you gotta stop. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I could not. I, was, I couldn't go through that either. Like, that. that once I got to, like, the middle of that season... I was just so angry that I could not watch it. Yeah, it was, and I tried to even go back a second time. And then it was like, as I looked at, because I started back from the beginning and I was just like, you know what? I feel like I remember all of the reasons of why I did not like the show. Yep. Like, I, in theory, was, the concept of the show is great. The execution of the show, pretty decent. It was just something but, that they should have kept as a movie. Yeah, but trying to spread that out over episodes does not work because once you get someone riled up, 
it's hard to like calm them down and to transfer between episodes for me i didn't even want to press next on the next episode because i just knew it was gonna be some bullshit i couldn't do it but ain't that our life yeah so it's on to the next episode boom I'm going to have to edit that out. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to the second episode of the RCM show. We will see you all next week. Have a great day, a night, evening, and whatever the hell. Bye. Good night. <laughs>